Jimmy Evans is a Bible teacher that we have followed for many years. In July of 2020, he released a book called Tipping Point, The End is Here. We're excited to discuss our interactions with the book here. Hopefully, we can even talk you into reading it. Here on the podcast, we release a new episode every month with surprise bonus lessons sprinkled throughout. We've devised a six-part study model that we call our simple method to thoroughly unpack single verses of scripture. Find someone to learn with. Surely we can all agree that we grow best when we grow together. We're always more than humbled when you take the time to share the podcast, to leave a review where you listen, to subscribe, and interact with us on social media. Thanks for supporting our mission. We are the Wests, and you're listening to the Verb of the Verse podcast. Well, let me start off by saying thanks for tuning in. If you don't know by now that we are big fans of Jimmy Evans and all he does with all his different ministries, then you haven't been listening. I was eagerly awaiting the release of this book, Tipping Point, when it came out in July of 2020. We attended Gateway Church the year before and remotely after. We, as Robert has said, are big fans of Jimmy Evans. We've been listening to him for a really, really long time. I discovered Jimmy Evans and his teachings on marriage through his YouTube videos when we were separated. That Back was in 2009, 2009 2010. Um, if you haven't ever seen any of his marriage teachings and you're married or want to be married, you are really missing out because it's just amazing stuff. So he's actually why we started attending Gateway in the first place. We were living in McKinney, which is in North Texas, just north of Dallas, about an hour north of Dallas. And we had discovered that he was one of the teaching pastors. I can't know. Associate pastor. Yeah. He was, he's on staff at Gateway. Um, he might not even be on staff. I'm not sure, but he's associated with Gateway. Good friends with, you know, Robert Morris. So anyways, he's why we started attending Gateway. They had a campus in Frisco, which was like 20 minutes from our house. So we were attending Gateway. He hadn't actually preached anything yet, but we show up. It's Father's Day in 2019, and there he was. He was doing the Father's Day message. It was actually on peace. It didn't even have anything to do with this book, the content of this book are end times, but that's one of the things that he mentioned. He mentioned that he had this website, endtimes.com. And I remember sitting there and I remember getting so excited because I love his stuff, everything that he does. I love the way he teaches. I love I love his speaking style and just everything that he does. And here he was, he was talking about end times and how this was something that he was passionate about and you were sitting right there. And so it was like, oh, God, it's like the Lord... Just aligned it all so perfectly because it was something that you were really passionate about, something you were really right. Liked. Well, I was also excited about it because you had all these years been been uh, relaying his information to me and uh, sending was, you his YouTube videos. Yeah, it was something that it was a guy that you brought to me, and I was like, finally, this guy is talking about what I've been talking about. Something up your alley. You yeah, loved it. Absolutely. So we go home that day. Immediately, I know you went to endtimes.com, signed up for his tipping point prophecy updates, which he sends how often, would you say? I'll probably get one a week. Yeah. One one video a week and then one article. Or not articles. Yeah, something that he's written. Yeah. So then he eventually, you know, announced the release of his book, this book that we're discussing. That's how that all got started. So my love, if you would please describe where in the world did you become interested in end times prophecy? I first came into prophecy around 2011, about a year after I had given my life to Christ for real. And my mother gave me a book by Jonathan Kahn called The Harbinger. And what I found in this book 
was that there is a backstory to all of this, and it's all foretold from beginning to end in the Bible. I've spent so much time latched on to Bible prophecy because to me it's the real intangible in this day and age that makes the Bible come alive. And what a time to be alive. If you're like me and the idea of the end times and the marriage supper of the Lamb, which are foretold events that excite you, then you will love this book. If it's not your thing, I understand, but Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, verse 25, See that I have told you beforehand, so that we wouldn't be deceived about the signs and the times. Prophecy tells us where we're at in this game called life. And if you're behind, it's just a book to get yourself up to speed. And more than that, it brings the understanding of how we got to this point. So I have a question. just kind of came to mind as you were talking. So how many people would you say that you share this idea? Like anything in Everybody that will talk to me about it. And how many of those people either take you seriously or interested enough you think to look further than just that conversation? They almost never take me seriously at first, right? But if I can plant the seed and then water it over and over and over. I can see the the fruit of that growing in them, but it, it, it takes a long time for people to, to recognize what's what's really going on. Well, and here is my admission <laughs> that you say, you know, 2011 was when, I remember when you read The Harbinger, and I remember very distinctly how excited you got. And I think that was kind of where you became an avid reader. Like that book kind of yeah, changed things for you. Um, and I remember, I mean, if it was 2011, that was, you know, 10 years ago now. And I don't think I started to really, I don't want to say buy into it because I believe it wholeheartedly. I've, you know, read parts of the Bible that talk about the end times. And, and I never thought that it was false, just that... I believe there is this group of Christians who don't feel its urgency, I guess. Yep. You know, it's one of those things that they've been telling about that the end times were coming when? Since, since Jesus' time. I mean, the, I mean the when Paul was writing the, the, his letters. The disciples themselves thought that they were living in the in last the generation. Times. Exactly. Yeah. So I can understand, and I've been guilty of it before, but realistically, if I'm being honest, you're signing up for Jimmy Evans' tipping point prophecy updates and sending those to me and just the trust that I had built in him over the years really kind of changed things, right. changed right. my perspective. Well, getting into the book, what did you think of it reading it? Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really, it was a really easy read. I've started reading several of his books before, um, and they're not always easy reads. I feel like when you hear him talk, like Marriage on the Rock is one of his best-known books. And so when I was reading Marriage on the Rock, it was very repetitive because I'd heard him say those things so many times. But now in The Tipping Point, or in Tipping Point, not The Tipping Point, it's just the <laughs> title of the book, but I keep saying it wrong. But in this book, Tipping Point... I haven't yet gotten to the point to where I. It may be repetitive to you. Do you feel it when you read Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Was it repetitive when you I read mean, it? I mean, there were some. Time? There were some nuggets in there that I got right that I uh, maybe collectively put the understanding together, but most of the information I had already gathered from uh, other 
resources that I've that I've studied. So, yeah. Well, I haven't heard his stuff enough that the videos and the articles and stuff that he sends me. I just I thought it was a really good read. I enjoyed it. So the book overall, in my opinion, is a great collective of all the key points to be noted of this age. Like I have been studying this topic for about a decade earnestly, so there wasn't much information that was new to me. But I love to see it all strung out from beginning to end in a, such a way that understanding what you need to know is easy. Well, the book is divided into six sections. It covers everything from Israel at a tipping point, astronomical signs, truth, morality, technology, and time. Pastor Jimmy analyzes how all these factors are referenced in the Bible, and he does such a beautiful job of connecting the dots between the two. Well, before we go any further, I'd like to share a passage that I thought was relevant to this conversation that we talked about earlier. It just says, over time, I have noticed two major problems with how Bible prophecy is handled by Christians. First, some Christians have a tendency to exaggerate events, or they even make up prophetic notions that don't actually exist. You have probably heard of certain individuals setting very specific dates when they insist particular prophetic events will happen. In virtually every case where this occurs, they are proven to be wrong, and they lose credibility. I am confident of the things I preach and teach, but I am not God. I believe the wisest approach is to point to the signs and evidences, but let God measure time and keep the dates. The second problem is that some well-meaning Christians ignore clear evidence and important signs. They are unaware of the actions God is taking, or they dismiss the signs and events because they don't want to be seen as an alarmist or unreliable. I must tell you that I believe neither of these two extremes are wise. Remember, the people of God missed the first coming of the Messiah, even though they had direct evidence from scriptures and God even announced it in the sky. Christians who follow either of these two streams of thought may be altogether reliable on other matters about the Bible, but they miss a great opportunity to encourage other believers and warn unbelievers. It's good. So along those lines, one of my favorite quotes from this book is, When Jesus returns and the end comes, no person on the planet will have an excuse for not being ready. And that pretty much sums up for me why I feel this topic needs more attention. We need to know how to be ready if we hope to stand before God and partake in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Let us not forget the parable of the ten virgins in which basically states half of the church will be left behind to endure the tribulation because they were not ready. Ultimately for me, you know, I was faced with this harsh reality that my refusal to pay attention to end times prophecy boiled down to a longing for the world versus a longing to dwell in heaven with Jesus. It was about keeping my vision on the here and now and avoiding ultimately where my attention should be. I completely understand that. Like the message we got this weekend about, um, well, you weren't there. It was a men's meeting. But mm-hmm. men, are, men, are to be, men, are, men are made to be builders, and we either build for ourselves or we build for the kingdom of heaven. When we don't know that the end is coming or that we need to be prepared, we tend to build for the wrong things. Yeah. Well, he, he, Jonathan Evans, spoke at our church this weekend for a men's event, and then the three services this morning, 
he kind of said the same thing. It was, you know, he referenced Acts thirteen thirty six and talked about David and why he did what he did. Right. That we are to do the same thing. So where's your focus? That's the question. So one of the greatest effects, back to the book, that this book and these teachings have had on my faith is to reassure me that everything is going to be okay. Because the world right now is nuts. And right when you're like, oh, COVID's chilling out and everybody's kind of, maybe it's going to go back to normal. The Delta yeah. variant shits. And then every, Gas prices go through Everything the goes nuts. So that's one of the things that paying more attention to this, I'm able to take a step back, take a step back and take a deep breath and really just be assured that everything's going to be okay as long as I remain in line with the Lord I love, as long as I stick to what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Because like you've said in mentioning the parable of the ten virgins, Jesus said that half of the church would be left behind because they won't be ready. And these teachings also hold me accountable to my choices and how I live my life. Yeah. Well, one of the points discussed in his book that I feel is super relative to our time is found in Daniel 12, verse 4, and it says this, But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the books until the end of time. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Now, with a two-hour commute to work every day, I can certainly relate to the running to and fro, but holy smokes, when else in history has so much knowledge been available to so many people? I mean, think about it. You can get YouTube certified in just about anything. That's I love that expression. It's like the coffee pot. The coffee pot died two days ago. What? I was totally just going to throw it out. And oh, YouTube all of a sudden, I hear you in there watching a YouTube video and turning the coffee pot upside down. But guess what? I'm going to get me one of those stickers for my truck. YouTube certified. You need one. Because you fixed a coffee pot. You smart. Well, I think it's clear that I would recommend this book to anyone who studies the Bible. But I would also like to throw out another author who recently was on Jimmy Evans' Tipping Point show. And that is Jonathan Kahn. You heard me talk about him earlier. He has several books out relating to this topic. And his writings are what initially piqued my interest into what the Bible says about the end of this age. One of the reasons that I personally recommend this book is because it is not a doom and gloom, build your stockpile because we are all going to die <laughs> kind of end times read. And honestly, when, when you started talking about the harbinger, it was like, oh no, oh no, I can't. And I remember, I remember that that's what I would say was, I just, I can't handle that. I can't with my, you know, I, I'm not an anxious person, but I can't handle that. I'll, you know, it's, it's going to come to an end. And that this book, the tipping point book is filled with simple truths about living life on it with with an end in mind of glorifying Christ. And like I said, it's, it really is such an easy read. And one of the things that Jimmy Evans does really well in this book is it's not every single word about Israel at a tipping point or how, you know, there's so many truths in it that are just applicable to everything. And it really sure. helps to weave together the reality of it I guess isn't I don't really feel reality is the right word, but just just how applicable it is, and how you know we don't all have to be running around. Absolutely, like crazy. Like, go get your guns, get your water, get your <laughs> get rice. Get the MREs. 
MRE. Ugh. Another resource that I wanted to recommend that isn't a book for those of you who aren't readers um, is a documentary that we actually watched back in 2020. It's called Before the Wrath. I've got it pulled up here and since we watched it, I don't know, it was in 2020. I, I learned a lot from that one. I really oh my, did. Even after one. all the study I had done, the, the clarification I got from that documentary was it was so good it was golden yeah and right now it's got twelve thousand three hundred and eighty two reviews on amazon it's four and a half out of five stars definitely a must watch yeah what was it called again before the wrath i remember because it gave such a visual of you know the way that jesus talked and how it would have made so much sense to the audience of his time because of the parallels it drew of the galilean wedding right and it was oh, it was just so good please please go watch it if you don't read jimmy evans book go watch that please you can rent it for four dollars on amazon so back to jimmy evans you can actually subscribe to his tipping point prophecy update at endtimes.com we pay seven dollars a month for totally all, worth it totally worth it it's 77 dollars a year if you like to save money bulk it up um, he's also been investing some serious effort on releasing regular updates via his YouTube channel. They're definitely worth a watch if you want to preview something before you throw your money at He does you half the episode for free. Every one of them. You can get half the episode, which is kind of like just it's the It's the little... really meaty part of it. The, it it the is. It does give you only, a lot of information. The subscriber-only portion of his videos are always like a Q&A. A lot Q of that's like answering questions and things, yeah. Yeah, or more. Probably the things. You get a lot for free, even if you don't sign up. You do. Well, thanks again for tuning in. And I hope you have decided by now to read the book. And we would love to know what you think about it. You can always reach out to us via social media. Doing a book review in August may seem a little random. But we were excited to share this bonus episode with you because September is coming. We'll be getting into the particulars then as we study 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 2 and the day of the Lord. As always, we hope this content has been a blessing to you. And you're so eloquent with the words. Why don't you just keep on talking? <laughs> See you next time. Think anybody will listen to the end? Nope. <laughs> <laughs>